Hi, a couple of years ago, I stumbled across an ESL, English as a Second Language program, for janitors working at American University in Washington. Most of the janitors there were from El Salvador. Many were illiterate, not just in English, but in Spanish, too. People like Ana Rudia. She'd been in the United States at the time for 14 years, and now she was finally taking English classes. I have to drive. I have to know about the sign in the street. I need to know about the address. And we practice a lot, a lot about that helped a lot here in communication with the student too. And in fact, it was students who were teaching Anna. Here's how it works. Every janitor who wants to learn English is paired with a student. The classes tend to be squished into the janitor's lunch breaks. And this was all organized by the students. They had to negotiate with the university administration and with the company that the university contracts with for janitor services. I talked to Julia Young about this. She's a co-founder of the program. She says there was a sort of a class system at the university. Well, of course, there still is. But the ESL classes, they've fundamentally changed the relationship between the students and the janitors. Well, at first, we didn't have a personal connection, whereas now we see them in the hall and they give us hugs and kisses and they're very close to us. They tell us things like, last year, many of them were able to get their citizenship through our program. Um, We were able to help them and tutor them in the the materials needed, and they passed and became citizens. That that was a great success, and we're working on that again now. But within one semester, if a worker stays through the program, which would be meeting twice a week and doing occasional homework and things like that, they can learn to read. And it's, it's a very quick process, and it just depends on dedication and commitment. I've seen personally the the workers I've tutored have gone from being illiterate in both languages to be able to write paragraphs in English um, and read paragraphs, and it's just amazing to see that much. And I think the most important thing over the literacy is the confidence they gain and the comfort of being in their own community now, because by reaching out to them, we really create that relationship and just a nicer environment for them to work in and for students to, to study in. Okay, so after I saw that, I did wonder how much of this goes on. Julia, she told me that she and her partners at American University, they wanted to spread the word to other campuses. And there are a handful of other colleges and universities that look like they have something similar going on. But what about away from higher ed? What about at big businesses, corporations? Well, California looks like it might be leading the way. But even there, things very much depend on the employer. Here's a story from the big show's Jason Margolis. When Daniel Montes was 18, he moved to the United States from Mexico. Everything was an adjustment, but nothing was more difficult than the language. It will be equal to losing your voice and not be able to speak from one day to the next. Montes found work as a janitor. He says he remained virtually silent at work for two years until he found ESL classes offered at a church in San Jose. It's, it's, it was a big commitment, and it was very difficult physically to, um, to sustain there was times when I would lose my pencil because I was so tired from working two jobs. That was the late 1970s. Today, Montez runs the company Brilliant General Maintenance in San Jose. He employs about 300 janitors who work on contracts at tech companies in the area. And for many of the janitors who are immigrants like Montez, the path to learning English is easier. Thirteen years ago, the janitors' union in California, SEIU, struck a bargaining agreement with contractors like Montez. Employers contribute a few pennies per hour work toward training programs, everything from health ed to parenting classes to English instruction. 
Companies who hire the janitors must independently agree to allow classes at the work site. And in the past two years, a growing number of Silicon Valley's major players have begun transforming boardrooms into classrooms. Facebook, Cisco, and Adobe among them. I visited a class at Google's Mountain View campus. So I'll ask you. Yo le voy a preguntar. How are you? How are you? Mm-hmm. Y qué es la respuesta? What would you say? The classroom has a teacher, and student janitors also mm-hmm. pair up with volunteer tutors, Google employees. There are classes at night and in the morning, starting early, an hour before either the student or tutor starts work. Janitor Edith de la Rosa from Mexico started taking classes here last year. Before work here, I'm work three. I have three works, and I don't have time for school. So when I come into Google, I start to English. The convenience of learning English at the workplace isn't just benefiting janitors; it helps the companies as well. A Google manager I met expressed his support for the training program, but he preferred that I let the janitors do the talking. Edith De La Rosa says she's certain she's a better employee now. Every day I'm learning two or three words. It helped me when conversation with the clients. Uh, for example, excuse me, you know who is fixing the the toilet or the lights or something? Oh no, and I say, oh the the water is come to the floor. Oh yeah, I do it. Let me let me take the something for the cleaner up. Even that basic conversation would have been impossible last year. But again, companies like Google are not obligated to open their rooms to the janitors, and many California companies are refusing. Allison Asher Weber is associate director at Building Skills Partnership. It's the nonprofit that coordinates the English classes. She says many companies just aren't interested in speaking with her. When anyone hears about it, when foundations hear about it, the government, it's held up as a win-win partnership. It's labor, it's the community, it's the biggest corporations in the world partnering for the janitors. It's surprisingly hard to sell because it's a subcontracted workforce. Often the corporations that employ them indirectly don't even want to hear or talk about it. It's not their bottom line. It's not what they do. They're just about numbers on a finance sheet. As long as the rooms are clean, it's all about cutting costs. Weber mentions Intel and Chevron as two firms that haven't allowed the program. I sent multiple emails and placed phone calls to both Intel and Chevron to ask about the English learning program. Neither responded. Weber calls this attitude short-sighted. There's plenty of talk about how Silicon Valley is splitting into two classes, rich and poor. She says the area needs more mid-level managers. How are we going to get people to check the water system at the sewage treatment center? How are we going to get people to become firemen, be metal workers and machinists? She says English helps immigrants to step into those positions, but learning English in California is becoming increasingly difficult. In recent years, adult education programs statewide have been slashed by some 60 percent. Five years ago, the San Jose School District enrolled 10,000 adult education students. Today, there are less than 2,500 adult learners. And with these severe cutbacks, that makes the option to study English at work all the more critical. For the world, I'm Jason Margolis, San Jose. There's more on that story at theworld.org/language. Otherwise, see you on Facebook at the World in Words page or on Twitter. I tweet as Patrick Cox. That's P A T R I C O X. See you.